What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Back to Me podcast with your host, Aiden O'Brien. This week's episode is a Q&A episode. So I put on my story on Instagram, any questions you want answered, I will answer. Okay, so if you're not following me on Instagram, check me out on at Aiden O'Brien Official, A-I-D-A-N. I'm very sensitive about people who spell my name wrong. Um, I Apple tends to autocorrect to A-I-D-E-N, and it's just absolutely heartbreaking. So this is where I practice all my awareness that I talk about on this podcast and in my program. That's where I get to practice my patience and my observation and my witnessing when people spell my name wrong repeatedly and I want to react and I observe and I create space and then I choose a different reaction and it's all gravy. So if you're new to the podcast, you're thinking, what is this guy talking about? Obviously, those who have been here before know what I'm talking about. If you're new go back and check out some of the other episodes, okay? Especially, maybe the first one is a good place to start, understanding the path of back to me. So these questions, when I put them up on Instagram recently, I haven't actually looked at them since, so it's gonna be very off the cuff, it's gonna be raw, which is always better. So I'm gonna give it to you as soon as I receive it, whatever, how I process it, I'm gonna give it back to you, okay? so. There's no plan here. This, if anyone knows me, that's how we do it. We do it real time. I'm going to pick about 10 or 11 questions, I think. Otherwise, we'll be here all day. I like to keep the episode length similar. Um, so we're going to pick about 10 or so because um, there was a lot that came in. We'll do another one definitely soon because I think this is powerful. Even when I do events and masterclasses, I love doing the Q&A at the end. The Q&A is so powerful. Let me put on do not disturb so that no one disturbs us. It's just me and you here right now. Okay, so the first question, uh, can low energy or feeling deflated attract, excuse me, affect manifestation? Can low energy or feeling deflated affect manifestation? And the answer there is very simple, very straightforward. And I think you know the answer already, the person who's asking this question. For sure, low energy affects everything, I would say. Okay, and especially when it comes to manifesta- manifestation, like some people maybe roll their eyes at manifestation. Some people maybe have some negative connotations around the word manifestation. But for me, it's manifestation is another word for creating. Okay, it's another word for creating, maybe potentially attracting as well, obviously. But even if you attract something, you've created it. Okay, you are a co-creator on this planet you are a creator like you create your life you create your reality one of the biggest things people fall short on is putting too much value in other people or in external things and not enough value and weight on their own ability to create so your ability to create is way more powerful than you even probably realize actually so can low energy affect that absolutely because one of the main things i talk about all the time when it comes to creating a reality is visualization, like having a vision and then the art of visualization. There's an episode there, I think it's episode three or four on this podcast, all about vision and visualization. Go back and listen to that. But one of the things with visualization is we want to engage all our senses. And we know now from neuroscience that it's proven the more senses we engage, the more our brain thinks it's real, it changes the physiology in our body. So then the reason we do that is before actions come feelings. When we feel a certain way, we tend to act in a certain way. So like, for example, when I feel like working out, I work out. When I feel like eating healthy, I eat healthy. When I feel like uh, making sales calls for my business, I make sales calls. When I feel like doing extra work 
at my job, I do extra work at my job. When I feel like being better in my relationship, I'm better in my relationship. So before actions come feelings. So we always want to feel as good as possible. We always want to feel as strong as possible, as confident as possible, as empowered as possible. And that's why we get into deep levels of visualization, especially first thing in the morning, because it sets our day up, because we get into the feeling of the real us, the awake us, the future us, you might say. And that's why I always say, don't think of your future, think from your future. We're bringing the future back into the now and we create that now. And everything that you want to attract that's in your heart, that everything that you desire that's in your heart, not in your mind, in your ego, in your heart is already yours. And all we have to do is remove the things in the way. So for example, you want more love in your life, you don't have to learn how to love and get love. You just have to remove the things that are blocking the love or that are not allowing you to feel and express the love. You get me? So does low energy affect manifestation? Absolutely, because if you have low energy, you don't feel good. When you don't feel good, you're not going to do anything. And manifestation, yes, the law of attraction is real, but the law of attraction really, and again, I explained in that episode, the real law of attraction is when you feel powerful every day, when you're in alignment, when you feel like you're living your life already, when you're in alignment with the real you, you feel powerful, you take actions, you take inspired action. And inspired action leads you to what's already yours. It removes the things, the obstacles, you go around the obstacles that are there in life. And you magically get to this place. So you have to get your energy right. And energy gets right when you are in alignment, when you're choosing you, when you're becoming more aware. All the things I'm talking about in every episode here, um, that's what's going to help you get your energy up. And yeah, it's hard to manifest anything when you, when you feel like crap. You can't really even do the basic things right when you feel like crap. So get your energy right. Get clear on your vision, your visualization. Okay. And if you want the accountability to take the action, then coaching is for you. So I hope that answers your question. Obviously, part of that question was feeling deflated. For sure, when you feel like deflated, you have no confidence. No confidence, you don't take action. Clarity leads to confidence, confidence leads to action, and then action breeds more confidence, okay? This question is kind of related, and it, says, it starts with soul-related. How do you know when you're in the right lane and when you're not? And then it says job-related. So is it soul-related or job-related, or do you want your job in connection with your soul? That is the question. So again, coming back to what I just said there a second ago about alignment. Alignment is the key here. How do you know when you're in alignment then is the question. Well, how do you know if you're in alignment? You know, I always say to my clients and I say it when I'm doing talks as well, like when you're working towards something, like everything valuable is worthwhile. John Maxwell said it best. He said everything worthwhile is uphill. Okay, you need intention. You have to have intention to get someplace. You don't just land. Occasionally you might land somewhere, but you'll, you know, eventually you'll fall back down. <laughs> to get anywhere worthwhile, you have to be willing to to move forward, to make progress, to jump over hurdles, to go left and right, to go around the bend, whatever. So it has to be intentional. Okay, so you have to set your intention of, okay, I want to be in alignment. I want to do something I love. I want to, and this is coming later because I think there's another question, if I remember, around how do you know if you're in the right, you know, but this one obviously says, how do you know when you're in the right lane and when you're not? But there's another question later on similar to that, if I remember correctly. I remember a couple of things came in about the job. Even though it's intentional, right, it shouldn't be exhausting. It takes effort, but it shouldn't be exhausting. So some people are exhausted every day. 
it shouldn't be exhausting. If you're in alignment, yeah, you can get tired. I'm tired. I was, you know, I'm up early. I'm writing my book. I'm training. I'm running. I'm on calls. I have master class. I'm doing events. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm tired, but I'm not exhausted. I'm not worn out. I don't feel burnt out. I can be tired. My body can be tired. My mind can be tired. Sometimes I want to switch off. But if I'm constantly burnt out, exhausted, on the edge, you know, fuse is short. Of course, occasionally it can happen. But if you're noticing this over a period of time, if you feel like after six months, I'm burnt out. I'm worn out. I'm not finding joy in things. Like I'm still laughing my ass off every single day. Like that's the key. Like you should be laughing your ass off all the time. It should be fun. So going back to that question, like how do you know about the soul related part of it? The important thing is, you know, I'm having fun. I'm childlike. Like soul related is spirit related. How do you know when you're spirited? It's when you feel childlike. So how do you know when you're childlike? You're having fun. Like this stuff is so simple. It's so straightforward. When it comes to your job, there's a couple of things that I ask my clients when we first start working together in, in terms of finding your purpose, finding your passion. One of the things, a great question um, by Steve Harvey. He says, what do you do best with the least amount of effort? I love that question. Like, what do you, like for me, it's talking, obviously. You know, speaking at events, being on stage, coaching people. I do it all day. It doesn't matter if I'm exhausted, if I haven't slept, if I've been flying, if I've been traveling, if I've been out. doesn't matter. I can step on and boom. I do it without effort. It's just part of my DNA. What do you do that's like that for you? What do you do with the least amount of effort that you love? The next part of that is, you know, what skills have I mastered? So what over the course of my life or the course of the last couple of years or through my education or through my experience, what things have I mastered? So again, my skills that I've mastered that I was good at from early on matched up with what I do best with least amount of effort. Next question is, like, what, if money was no object, what would I do all day? For me, it's the same thing. Working with people, helping people, speaking to people. Do it all day, all night, every day. That's why I don't, I've, I work every day. I, don't, I hate the word work even. And work week, I hate the word weekend even. I told you just before, I think, on the podcast, when I was in school and I was younger, my mother would say, like, for example, on a Sunday night, back to reality now tomorrow. Back to reality at the end of holidays, at the end of Christmas holidays or at the end of Easter holidays or at the end of summer holidays. Back to reality now. And I fucking hated that since I was a child. Back to reality. I bloody hate it. And it still bugs me. So I said, I'm going to create my reality that I don't need to go back to, that I'm always in and that I love. So I thank my mother for my career now. Um, so yeah, those couple of questions will really, really help you. What do I do best with least amount of effort? If money was no object, what would I do? What skills have I mastered? You know, what pain, another one is like, what pain have I overcome? You know, there's, there's things that are very simple to you that are mind-blowing to other people. And you probably undervalue them. That's why with my clients, we have all this thing called collecting wins, collecting wins, collecting wins all the time, all the time, like seeking out things that we're doing well because we're so good at putting it in the back, putting it in the back of the wardrobe, putting it under the stairs, hiding everything that we're doing well and then highlighting everything we're doing wrong. Okay, so what have you done in terms of what, have, I don't want to say what have you survived, like, but what have you overcome? What have you gotten past? Because again, there's, there's things you've 
hurdles you've jumped over that other people can't get over. So when you combine all of that, I think that becomes soul related, helps you get in alignment, helps keep your energy high, which leads to the last question or goes back to the last question of how do you continue to manifest and create. So that's how you know you're in the right lane. Like, are you fulfilled? Are you making progress? Do you feel energized? Are you childlike? Would you do it all the time? If you weren't getting paid, would you do it? Now, that's a tricky question sometimes because, you know, I love what you do, but you might say, I want to get paid for it also. <laughs> so I hope that answers your question. Next question. Are you still single? Yes, that, that comes quite a bit for some reason. Yes, I'm single at the moment um, since the summer. And yeah, it's trust the universe, surrender, allow what comes. But life is good. Could be worse as a single man in Dubai, I tell you. Um, I better shut up before I get myself in trouble. How to be more confident? I have a lot of clips on confidence. I'm not sure if I have a full episode on it on the podcast, but on my Instagram, there's a lot of reels, a lot of pieces chopped up from other interviews and stuff. Um, and from other podcasts I've done, there's lots of clips, me talking about confidence. So go check that out. But one short, simple, clear answer, again, linking back to the last two questions is getting back in alignment with the real you. You know, getting back, being the real you, asking yourself new questions, getting clarity. I always say clarity leads to confidence. How do you get clarity? Be curious. So be willing to be a, to be a student of yourself, to explore who you are, what you want, where you're going, what kind of man am I, what type of woman am I, where am I going, who am I becoming, what kind of life do I want to live? Again, going back to the vision, create your vision. Watch that episode, episode three. The vision gives you clarity. The clarity gives you confidence. And then do what, you're, do what you say you're going to do. It pisses me off. I talk about, I know I'm always talking about my clients about reaction mode. Um, again, it's for a second. I observe it. But if I'm being real, like if I'm talking about things that would frustrate me, if there was a list, people not doing what they say they will do is top of that list, I would say. And there's a lot of people who don't do what they say they'll do. And then, which means they're breaking promises to other people, but then they're probably breaking promises to themselves so they're not reliable and they can't rely on themselves and then you lose confidence. Then your self-esteem goes down because you're making promises to yourself and you keep letting yourself down all the time. So you're leaking energy. So then people become all talk and then because they're all talk, they feel vulnerable. So they put on a bigger mask and they have to become a, put on a bigger facade and they have to put on a bigger show and then they become very irritating to be around. And there's people in your life probably like that. They're getting louder, they're talking faster is because they're trying to convince themselves so be someone of integrity. Keep your word to other people. Keep your word to yourself. I think that's something that comes when you get older. When we're younger, we're all kind of bullshitting a little bit, to be honest. Um, but as you get older, and if you're young and you're listening to this, meaning like you're under 25, like, or even under 26, 27, 28, like make that decision to keep your word. It'll separate you from the crowd. Perfect. <laughs> Next question. As a 22-year-old, should I leave women until later in life and focus on business or do both? You know, my first answer, my instinct there would be you have to live now because nothing is guaranteed. You know, I, always, I often talk about like I was very uncomfortable with death when I was younger um, and I had to go into death and I had to go into myself. And I, when I dived deeper and I had kind of spiritual experiences and I saw a whole lot of other stuff uh, that I kind of was aware of and I had studied and I was borrowed knowledge for a long time when it came became real when I experienced all this stuff I realized that 
you know death is transformational before we're born and after we die is like when we're truly free actually i think we're and i'm going to get into this in the book that's coming out the back to me book so i encourage you to, to check that out if i ever get it finished but i've no longer for i think we have to remember death we have to remember our mortality that we have to live now that things aren't guaranteed you know nothing is guaranteed there's people all the time you know you have friends family members who are sick you have people who passed away or something happened and you know that's life and i wouldn't say that you should wait focus on business and come back to you know then because the love of your life might walk in the door and you don't want to miss that i tell you because love is incredible and powerful and relationships are probably the biggest teachers in life you know every relationship bad or not i believe you chose it so i think you should embrace relationships i think you should embrace in this case women <laughs> he's obviously well not obviously but i think he's a 22 year old man and uh i'd say embrace it however saying that does that mean like I should sacrifice my business vision and my lifestyle vision? Absolutely not. Like you have to find a way to do both, I would say. So receive what you're destined to receive. Allow what's coming, what's flowing. Like I've had miracles walk into my life. You know, I've had some amazing relationships and they've come completely unexpected. Like someone could be sitting next to me in a cafe or something like this or however you meet or a friend introduces you to, and it's like, bah, and it changes everything. Like, allow that. Don't ever put a wall up for that. But at what cost, at what price? It doesn't mean you go all in. And I made that mistake before. Maybe, like, because the relationship is so much fun or you're enjoying it, you start putting less time into your business or into your health or your fitness or whatever. You know, you start kind of allocating more and more time to that person. Then you have to question, what am I getting from that relationship? Am I being fed in a way that I'm not able to feed myself? So that's an important kind of caveat to the answer. Also, then on top of that, I, you often hear me talk about seasons. You know, if you're in a season of launching a business, you know, you're, you're launching a side hustle, you're starting a project, I don't think you should be on dating apps or you should be going out every weekend trying to get girls or girls trying to get guys. Definitely not. You should be in grind mode, focus mode, hustle mode for a season. It's like putting the, getting the plane off the ground. You got to put the throttle down for a while and then you can ease up. So live fully, say yes to life, surrender, receive, but look at what season you're in. You know, absolutely look at what season you're in if you're focused, if you're doing exams or you're in your job and your career and there's a promotion or you want to make money to do something else. You have to look at priorities as well. Um, but yeah, look for the lessons. I mean, there's great lessons in really. I remember in 2000, early, when I was on the cruise ships, right, I was 23. 23, 24. And I remember reading something. I had all these, I kept finding these like pages with quotes and sometimes funny things and sometimes really smart things. And one of the quotes I read, I'll never forget it was, people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. A reason, a season or a lifetime. And I remember at the time I was in a re new relationship and it was really amazing. And I was like, oh, I hope it's for a lifetime. I hope it's, for, I hope it's not just for a reason or a season. I had so much fear around it. And now looking back, I realize there are so many people that come in for a reason or a season. And you have to trust that. It doesn't mean you don't fight for someone. It doesn't mean that you don't take action and go after it. But you have to trust and allow things to unfold as well. You can't control things. You can't force things. Okay, and we're all a little bit guilty of that sometimes because we're afraid of losing out. We're afraid of missing out. We're afraid maybe we won't find someone as good 
or mm. as special or as whatever. And it's all fear. It's all illusion, actually. And it's all because we don't know ourselves because when we truly know ourselves, we're full. We actually don't need anyone. Now, life is better shared, 100%. And I would never say anything opposite to that. Life is 100% better shared. However, you don't need anybody. And that's the whole back to me thing. When, and when you don't have need, when you're full in yourself, you can choose someone else. And someone else can choose you. And that's beautiful. And that should be the target for everybody. We should be choosing each other, learning from each other, and choosing to grow together. So yeah, 22-year-olds, I don't know your name, but go out there and have fun, my friend. Life is for living. Have fun, especially at 22. How to actually make your ideal life happen? Okay, I think that was the question I was um, thinking earlier with the job thing as well, maybe. How do you make your actual ideal life happen? You know, I think there's been a couple of breadcrumbs throughout so many answers already. How to make your ideal life happen. The first thing is the vision. Like you have to be constantly reviewing your vision. And how do you start on your vision? First thing, go back to the episode on vision in this podcast. But how else do you, how do you start then for yourself? You ask new questions. I always say it. I know some of you guys are thinking, Aiden says the same things over and over again. And that's because the truth is truth. You cannot dilute truth. You cannot translate truth. You cannot bend truth. Truth is truth. Things, the, sim- the closer to truth you get, the simpler things are. When things are complex, it's illusion. Like truth is very, very, very simple. And my truth here with this is how to make your ideal life happen is to be curious. Curiosity leads to clarity. You have to be, I told you before, one of my mentors, my main mentor my whole life was Jim Rohn, master, okay, especially in the business kind of personal development field. I've evolved past that now into, not past it, but in a different way, more of a spiritual way, I would say. But with the first few years of my entrepreneurial life, Jim Rohn was like my Bible. And I'd still listen to him. He's just my spirit animal. I just love Jim Rohn. And he talked about, you know, formal education can make you a living, but self-education can make you a fortune, right? So a lot of my philosophies from business and life started with, with Jim Rohn. But my version of that now, I have, like I said, my evolution of that is self-education is amazing and should be a priority. But self-exploration is where you find your spirituality. It's where you find your freedom. It's where you find out the real you. Because even self-education, it's, it's a lot of surface stuff. Like things I was teaching for years on how to think and how to speak and reprogramming your self-image and building confidence. All of these things were like stepping stones, and they are stepping stones. But when you're still mostly asleep in your life, when you're not fully awake and aware, when you're to be fully awake and to be fully aware, you have to be an explorer of yourself. You have to literally be an explorer. Like it says in the Bible, and I'm an amateur in the Bible as I keep repeating, but seek and you shall find. Ask and you shall receive. Knock and it shall be opened. There's so much truth in all religions. Like, I believe religion is man-made. But if you look at all of the religions, and I've looked at all of them, and I have friends from all of them, and I love, I study a lot of all all the religions, really, and especially way, way back. And, you know, a lot of the old stories and stuff, there's so much truth there. A lot of, sometimes they twist it, dilute it, and everything to control. But there's so much truth there. And one of the major truths is seek and you shall find like it's so simple but most people don't even seek they don't even know how to seek they think whatever i have is what i have 
you know they think whatever I have is what I have this is my lot this is what I'm getting I've tried before I haven't got anything else and they get I've said this before they become they start making conclusions all the time and the more conclusions you make the less alive you are the more beliefs you have the less alive you are you have to be willing to question everything question your beliefs question your conclusions question the stories you tell yourself question the stories your your parents told you your friends told you your school told you your job told you all of you guys your lives are being impacted right now by stories that's it and you're not questioning them you have to question them and this year that's why i've been you know for the last few years you hear me talking about seeking discomfort physical suffering that's why i've signed up for ultra marathons i did these i do these physical challenges every year on my birthday for the last five years i've been doing physical challenges to suffer on my birthday to remind myself i'm alive i encourage you to do the same because you have so many stories about what you're capable of and my philosophy has always been like i'll say yes first even before i knew how to articulate it i would say like when i was 16 i went to tenerife for three months doing a commission only sales job no basic wage at 16, on the street, selling. And I told this story before. After two, three weeks, I had no money left. I was eating steak dinner every night, bought fake Rolex, 50 euros, which is vastly overpriced for a fake Rolex in Tenerife. Doing all the, and I couldn't, I used all the money. And I, I'd already called home a couple of times, and by the month later, I was eating dry bread sandwiches and water, drinking water. I say yes first, I figure it out, I find a way. And I'm still doing that now, 20 years later. Signing up for an ultramarathon. Signing up for a marathon and an ultramarathon at the same time. Absolutely no right to do that. But doing it, because I want to question my ability, question my capacity, stretch into my capacity all the time. Not ask my mind what am I capable of. Because my mind will say, do another half marathon. Or do an ex- like, don't go and do a, even with a half last year, I, I didn't train for that. I hadn't, I'd never ran more than 10K in my life. And I just five weeks out said, okay, I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a half marathon. And then I was traveling around Ireland for a couple of weeks before the race, eating and drinking and being, you know, a, a tour guide. So, you, if I, if you don't question your narratives, if you don't question your stories, you'll never do anything great. And great is relative; it's relative to you. And I'm literally someone who lives this way all the time. You just, you just go and then you figure it out. I'm telling you, it works. And it's fun. And it's childlike. And yeah, you have some responsibilities in your life. Maybe you're married, maybe you have kids. It's fine, but it's relative, like I said. But there's no reason why you can't decide to do a marathon by the end of the year. There's no reason why you can't do an ultra marathon if you're already running. There's no reason why you can't climb to the base camp of Everest or climb Kilimanjaro. There's no reason why you can't do the El Camino. There's no reason why you can't lose whatever amount of weight you want to lose. There's no reason why you can't get strong and in shape. There's no reason why you can't have a great relationship. There's no reason why you can't move country. There's no reason why you can't have an amazing job. There's no reason why you can't make six figures a month in your business. Or seven or eight figures a year in your business. There's no reason. But you have so many stories around all of those things and more that stops you from taking actions. All limiting beliefs, all narratives, conclusions that you've made that aren't serving you. And then you're surrounded by people who just support that all the time and say, yeah, 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 keep there, stay in there, stay in there. Like, you know, the people when they're making the, the pottery and they just have to keep, like the movie Ghost. Remember Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore and they're rubbing the thing? This is, looks very strange on the, on the camera now. You just have to they keep doing it until it gets smoothed out and they make this bowl or this vase. 
that's what everyone's does everyone's doing in your life they're all just keeping you in that circle making the vase smoother and smoother there you go keep it going stay where you are keep earning the same money stay in the same job stay in the same fitness go to the same gym do the same going to the same gym five years doing the same classes you still have too much fat we both know it why because you're not questioning anything you're eating the same way everything's great same holidays every year okay you're in a relationship you're in a, you keep repeating the same patterns over and over stay where you are just there you go that's all you're capable of stay where you are that's it don't upset anybody don't upset yourself don't dare dream too big now what happens if you fail it's constantly this fucking story all the time and everyone in your circle is keeping you there because they want to stay in their circle and god forbid you jump out of yours and build the burj khalifa out of pottery in yours and everyone's going oh my god how did you do that because i questioned what i'm capable of i started looking at my capacity and i realized i'm nowhere near my capacity so this is a long answer to how do you make your actual your ideal life happen but that's how you start to question you become curious you start to explore you don't settle never settle as david goggins says don't become civilized continually stretch your limits continually pursue we're happy when we're pursuing things when we have when we're making progress and like i said in the last episode goal don't just set goals goals are just like pixels in the bigger picture the bigger screen of your vision your vision and who you are and how you want to live is your priority the goals and targets are for what's feeding into that so the vision is the mothership and all the baby ships that come out of the mothership when they're attacking earth in the independence day and all the small little ships that the mothership sends out they're your goals and they're your targets and they get some jobs done but the vision is the mothership so again my vision is who i am as a person who i am as a man how do i want to feel every day as a man how do i want to live my life what's the quality of my life the standard of my life and then my runs my business relationships everything feeds into that but the vision is the priority. So get clear on who you are, where you're going, what you want. Be curious. And that's how you create your ideal life. My goodness, next question. I can't believe this was the next one. Best relationship advice. Obviously, after telling you I'm single, it's interesting. But I was on a dating podcast, I remember about a year ago. And people loved it, actually. And my dating podcast is coming. I told you I'm recording it this month now i have to travel for an event i'm speaking at it's not a good excuse but i'll do my best to get it done um the reason is there's so many questions it's going to be a long one to be honest that's what the delay is and also i'm going to have someone on with me on that podcast asking the questions but it's going to be a long one and this is why it's been delayed a couple of times um but the best relationship advice you know i this comes up a lot with clients i have some high achieving clients i have senior level executives i have you know mega mega entrepreneurs doing a lot every year like big big business right and some people are are guys who are very alpha as you might say this classic alpha male in their business or in their life but there's still a relationship at home that they have to balance i also have strong female you know successful people who are i have uh, many of these strong women that i coach either one-to-one or in the group and they're often in their masculine a lot because they, they're, they're going out there doing, 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 doing. Um, so there's a couple of angles I could go at this, guys, but there's a couple of things. I'll, I'll just give you one or two because this is a deep, deep, deep topic, right? Um, 
first thing I think something I've talked about recently even yesterday I was talking about this with somebody that's why I'm going to start here best relationship advice one men have to be more masculine like that's the first thing a man has to be masculine and he has to be masculine enough to create space for his woman to be a woman the challenge today is there's so many women achieving so much so successful doing so much that they're actually in their masculine they're not in their feminine enough so a man in terms of physical that's the basic he has to go out there and get in shape and be strong and feel strong and feel like a man like that's a man should be strong and should feel strong and should be resilient also a man should be ambitious a man like how do you become more masculine you should be ambitious you ha- you should have a, a drive in you to create to provide okay so a man should be more masculine and a woman sometimes has to be more feminine you know there's a lot of women who are out there who are in their masculine too much and there's two sides of it. sometimes men are intimidated because a woman is too much in her masculine and part of that is because he's not in his masculine enough he's too much in his feminine so the, the best thing a man can do instead of worrying about if the woman is, is feminine enough or not a man should get his ass in gear and get into his masculine energy doing what he he says he's going to do physically getting in shape getting strong mentally figuring his shit out getting his crap together okay that's the first thing a man can do and a woman realizes okay for me i want to nurture my man but i want to i want to be feminine in my own energy obviously myself first but I, I want to be feminine in my relationship because when it comes to a relationship like the chemistry the passion the sexuality is very much based on masculine and feminine and what happens in relationships a lot of times is people after a while the, the energy the spark goes down because they're both kind of almost like friends in a relationship that's why when i meet people like they're still friends with their exes i'm like you know, or people who are in relationships and they're like, oh, we never fight. Mm, that's, why? Why though? Yeah, it's great, we never fight. Like, I think it's, you don't have to tear each other's heads off, but there should be a polarity sometimes between masculine and feminine. Like there should be a polarity. And then that's why you have give and take. That's why you have communication. That's why you have growth. But there has to be energy there. Energy is what creates heat. And sometimes there's no heat because there's no energy. And there's no energy because there's no real kind of polarity. There's no difference. And maybe the woman is out working her ass off all day and the guy is at home sitting on the couch doing nothing in the evening and not being creative or productive. And again, early on, it's okay and it's understanding. But after months pass and years pass, I think our innate physiological responses kick in. Right? So a woman, again, should stay in her feminine continuously, always. So it doesn't mean she can't go into a mask. We'll both have masculine and feminine. But a woman should have that intention and awareness, to, especially if she's with her man and she wants to keep the relationship healthy. A man has to stay focused on his masculine as well. If there's, you know, every relationship is different. So I can, I'm speaking generally, obviously, there are exceptions to times when people need to be the opposite or whatever. But as a general rule, I think this is a challenge today. I think fellas are getting soft, super soft. We've all been there. It's okay to have moments. Or, like I've been soft at times, letting myself go out of shape. Like that's the physical one. It's the basic one. That's the basic one. We're lazy. It's, I mean, again, we have seasons, guys, where we fall off. But we ha- that's why we have to get clarity on the vision. 
all of that season of self-doubt and self-erosion, really. We allow ourselves to rot. I've been there. I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. I've been there. That's how I can talk about it. Um, but that comes, like, that's contrast. That's telling us something. I knew when I was like, that, I was like something's off here about me. I'm not living in alignment here. There's just, just things that need to be healed. There's things that need to be worked on. I need to walk through the flames here to get to the other side. So if you're feeling out of your masculine, fellas, you're feeling out of shape, or you're feeling like you're lacking vision, or you're feeling like you're lacking ambition, or you're feeling lost, don't judge yourself too long. That's all contrast. That's all communication. Just be curious about it. What's it telling me? It's telling your ass to move, first of all, to change something, not to stay stuck and stay where you are, staying stagnant. It's time to sign off in my email. Don't worry about running too fast and falling. Running, worry about sitting still and staying where you are. Or standing still, sitting still, whatever. Move your ass. I say it all the time. You've got to move. And ladies, the same. You're feeling stagnant. You're feeling lost. You're feeling low confidence. Be curious. Question things. But when two people come together and they both know who they are and they're both in that right energy, everything is energy. Like that's one of the first things. The second thing is relationship advice, I would say, is being willing to grow together. You're not, people are changing faster than ever. Like the only constant is change. That's, you know, old as time, that saying. But today it's faster than ever. Everything is changing fast. You have to be evolving. And when you choose someone, you shouldn't, you're, you're not choosing someone for who they are now, but one year, three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, you're, you're choosing to stay with them. And because of all this distraction we're in today, like I think open communication should be the third part kind of, of the answer is communication. Communication's key. Like I've had relationships that could have lasted forever, I believe, if the communication was right. Now, I believe every relationship is a lesson, like I said, um, but I think a lot of the problems come from communication. Okay. And sometimes different energies, people, some people have done a lot of self-work, some people haven't done work, some people think they've done work and they haven't, some people think because they've done work they have a license to be an asshole. There's loads of different dynamics in relationships, but you have to be willing to communicate, to say, okay, and I do this with my clients as well, like one of the things will be on a Sunday night to sit down and say like, okay, this is what I acknowledge in myself, this is what I acknowledge in you. You know, it takes time sometimes to build up to that level of communication. Another part of it is like anything left unsaid. So is there anything you, that's unsaid this week? Have I anything unsaid, unspoken this week that I want to get off my chest? Life compounds. If you keep stuff in for days, weeks, months, years, that's when the problem starts. That's when the resentment kicks in, the doubt, all of that stuff kicks in then. So communication is key. So again, knowing who you are, being clear in yourself, getting the energy right, living in a way that fulfills you that fuels you and again when a man is in his masculine energy he's fueled he's strong he's feeling good a woman's in her fe feminine and and by the way ask any man or woman they're attracted to that a girl a woman loves a masculine man and a man loves a feminine woman i don't care what anyone says it's attractive so get know who you are be curious about yourself know who you are be strong in yourself be clear in yourself Take the action that's in alignment with you. And that's how, again, you get in your right energy when you're in alignment, when you feel joyful, when you feel childlike. Okay? And when a man is like that, that's how he's in touch with his feminine, when he's feeling creative and he's feeling childlike. And he's, you know, women love that too. And men love when a woman is, well, in a lot of cases, I would say, when they're strong and they can create as well. 
for me, I think that's incredibly attractive when a woman is strong enough to create and, you know, to manifest what she wants and to do what she wants and to, you know, I think together you're stronger. Okay, so getting that right, knowing who you are is such a, like a lot of times I think we're in relationships and we don't know ourselves and then we're getting something that's feeding us in a way we can't feed ourselves. So getting super clear on that, knowing that you're choosing someone for over a period of time, you're in it for the long run, communicating together. Um, and then trust, obviously, without trust, you've nothing. Trust takes time to build and seconds to break. Don't fuck it up. Like trust, that's something you, you have to both commit to. And, you know, especially today, I think what you can't deny, promote, bring it into light, be upfront. If something comes, you're not feeling the same way, just communicate it. Then you, you go separate ways or you work on it. You have a choice. But keeping something going behind doors, you know, I wasn't always the best behaved boy when I was younger. Um, but I can tell you, it's, you're only hurting, you're hurting other people and you're hurting yourself. You're doing more damage than good. So today with all the communication channels, there's so many ways to be manipulative, to be behind the scenes, to be playing games. It's refreshing when someone is direct and straight. And the thing about leadership, and again, even from a man point of view, first I can speak on that, you know, lead that. You don't have the luxury of like, oh, I'll w let's see what they do. No, you have your values. You have your standards. We talked about it last episode, standards. One of your standards should be, I tell the truth. I'm straight. If I don't like someone, I don't like them. If I like them, I like them. If I'm with them, I'm with them. If I'm not, I'm not. Like, be straight about it. We're going to, this relationship podcast is going to be fun, the dating and relationship one. But some of the questions there for that episode are wild. And actually, we have a lot of questions. But if you want to send in a question, DM me on Instagram at Aiden O'Brien Official for the dating and relationship. If you're listening to this and you're like, I want more and I have a question, send it in. We'll answer the best questions. But that's going to be a wild episode. I want to work for myself and travel more. How do I do it? Get in alignment. I think that maybe this was the question that I was thinking the first time that was connected. Uh, as I said, there's a lot of questions about this kind of travel or about work lifestyle because people today just don't want to get paid. They want the lifestyle. They want time off because they're on Instagram looking at all these places every day. That's like you see places like I want to go there. I see someone living this life. Like guys write to me all the time. I want to live in Dubai or when I was living in Miami. How do I live in Miami? Well, I used to ask those questions, but that was the key. I asked the questions and then you find a way to do it. I want to work for myself. One thing I learned early on, I didn't even learn it, I kind of had it in me, I think I got it from my parents, was to lead with value. Don't say, what can I get? Say, what can I give? This is the key to getting more from life. When you give more, you get more. And when you're younger, when you're starting out, I don't care who you are, even if you're changing career and you have a lot of experience in one field and you're going to a new field, you have to be really humble and be willing to go above and beyond. Like, I, I'd like to think I underpromise, overdeliver. I think it's the only way. So that's how I would say to work for yourself, to travel more. Get in alignment, find out what you love, but over-deliver. Be great at it. Like, don't settle. Don't do the minimum. Jim, going back to Jim Rohn, he's like, don't have, it all depends on your attitude. If you have an attitude like, I'm going to come in late and leave immediately and do as little as possible, that's going to affect your possibilities over the years. In one year, three years, five years. For promotion, for advancement, for money, opportunities. 
Or if you're the type of person who's like, come in early, I stay late, I do whatever it takes and I get the job done, I over-deliver, that person's going to have a very different quality of life and outcome in one, three, five years. So, yeah, and go all in. That's another thing, go all in. All in, don't doubt, take action. You're nowhere near your capacity, I promise you. I'm nowhere near mine. I can tell you that we're all of us. We all have way more capacity than we live than we're living to at this point. So keep going. Next question, how to find a perfect partner? Good God. That's a great question. If I knew the answer, I'd be, I'd be sowing those seeds all over the place telling people how to find a perfect partner. But it's not an easy question. How to find a perfect partner? My answer officially is become the best version of yourself. I remember after that dating podcast I did last year, you know, there was a lot of ladies booked calls with me. Some of them became clients. Some of them are still clients. Um, fantastic girls, really great. So many of them have done so much work on themselves. It's like inspiring. And I remember a couple of them saying like they wanted relationships and you know, they were in their 30s and they're looking for relationships and so on. And that's going back to the, to the masculine feminine thing. Even a lot of, again, being in, you have to create space, especially if you're in your 30s and you feel pressure and you're, Going, going, going. You have to just allow surrender. Just allow trust, right? Focus on you. But I remember saying to a couple of those women, I was like, I can't coach you how to find a perfect man. But I can coach you how to bring out the best of you. And the best version of you will attract everything she wants. And that goes to the same, that goes the same for the fellas too. The best way to find a perfect partner is for you to be the most incredible, powerful, fulfilled, happy you know, beautiful, self-loving, self-respecting, self-reliant version of you. That's how you find a perfect partner. Because then you're going to be in alignment with you. You're going to be taking inspired action. You're going to be saying yes to things, going to places. that's going to put you in the position to receive unexpectedly. You're going to be, in, we talked about the first question about how does low energy affect manifestation? Yes. Because if you don't have the energy, maybe you don't go to that yoga class or you don't go to that bar or you don't go to that movie or you don't go for that walk or you don't go for whatever. So get your energy right by getting you in alignment, focusing on what you want to focus on. Become unstoppable. You know, I always say like, don't be rigid in the process. Be rigid in your vision in terms, like you have to have certain flexibility then too, of course, because it changes. But like be rigid with your commitment to keep moving forward. Be flexible in the process. You know, the wind is always going to blow in different ways. You have to be willing to kind of go with the wind so you don't break. But focus on you becoming the best version of you. Because again, going back to something I said earlier and this whole concept of back to me, you don't need anyone. Some of you guys are looking for the perfect partner because you fucking don't like yourself. Excuse my language. But you don't like yourself. And you think, if I got someone now, I could just smooth over all of that. I could just put some fresh cement down there and I can deny that side of me for the rest, next 20, 30 years. And you can't because that person will eventually bring those demons up. Because when you meet someone at the beginning, you're not showing your darkness and your shadow self. You're not showing that side of you, you're showing the best of you. Because if you show your trauma at the start and they show their trauma, you'll be like, adios, ciao, goodbye. Thank you very much, see you next time. No, no, no. <laughs> No, thank you. But we don't do that. We show our best side. We keep our traumas down. Keep the traumas down. But they eventually come out. That person triggers us and that shit comes up and blows through the ceiling. And that's why all relationships are lessons and it's education to, to teach us to evolve and to grow. Okay, so 
stop looking for someone to cover over the fault lines, the cracks in the pavement that you might have in yourself. Ask yourself, am I looking for someone? Like, am I ready for someone? Am I healthy in my mind and in my heart and in my body? If not, get your ass moving. Don't worry about that. It will come. Like, love yourself. It will come. The right person will come. All the opportunities, events, and situations will arrive once you make the decision to focus on you, to love yourself, to be self-reliant, to be strong, to be powerful, to be fulfilled, to be loving. That's how you find a perfect partner. It's the only way. Because if you don't do that and you don't work on you, you're going to find many wrong, wrong partners. Okay. I'm Irish 22 looking to move to Dubai. Can you recommend best jobs? I cannot, actually. I'd say figure that out for yourself, sir. Um, and that's how you... Are you it's, Aiden, how do you know it's a man? Because only a fellow would do that because a girl would have already figured out... <laughs> a girl is smarter... Girls are smarter. A girl has already done the research for herself to find the best job. She, like a fella's like, what's the best way? <laughs> That's what we do. Like, what's the easiest way? A girl's way too smart to ask me that question. So, yes, I'm, judging, I'm generalizing, but I, I put money that it's a guy. Advice on how to find your hobbies, passions, things that bring joy after connecting inner, connecting to your inner self, I guess you mean? Um... Again, coming back to some of the questions earlier, like what do I do best with the least amount of effort? What would I do all day? You know, if money was no object, if I had a magic wand, what would I do? What do I love to do the most? You know, what brings me the most joy? You have to ask these questions. I don't do anything for the money. I'm telling you, because you're miserable. We've all had jobs, right? Just to get paid and it sucks. Even as an entrepreneur, I've tried projects over the years like, oh, it's going to... 10x my income and da, da 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 and we try all these different products it's fine to try you learn from it but when you do anything for the money it doesn't work out so again be curious what makes you feel alive what energizes you and just go and do it find out there's only one way to find out um, and if you're connecting to your inner if you're really connected you'll know the answer because when you do it you're just going to feel good you're going to feel happy like, it's simple, guys. There's no... You don't really need any... You don't really need any secret sauce here. Simple. What makes you feel good? Keep doing it. doesn't make you feel good. Stop doing it. Okay. I think we'll do one more. Because this is going on. One more. Which... Okay. We won't do that one. This one. How do you stop overthinking things? And luckily, you know just about three or four episodes on this. And almost in every episode, we talk about it in some way. Um, but how do you stop overthinking? Firstly, just do more. Like, stop thinking, just do. Like, action action gets you into the body. You know, it's a feeling. It's like, it's just a feeling. You know that sensation. Like, feeling is so powerful. Do you ever, like, even you like someone, you rub off them, you just feel, you feel it. You're like, oh, it's like magic. Right? Feeling. Things are haptic. We're, we're feeling beings. Like our body is actually our mind too, you know. It's not just our mind and our body. Like we are mind. All of us are mind. Our whole body is mind. Our whole body feels. Our whole body is smart and connected and intuitive and everything. So get out of the mind and into doing. Like when we do, when we feel, it's a different, it's a different system. We're almost like changing into a different gear. So stop thinking and just do, first of all. 
The second thing then for the mind is the observation, the awareness. Like you have to just be the observer. The key is to keep your mind open, your heart open. So many times we close our hearts, we close our mind to things and that's it, it's done then. Once your mind is closed and your heart is closed, it's done. Then you're in thinking mode and your mind is trying to get you out of there because your, your, your mind doesn't like when your body feels pain or hurt or sadness or any negative emotion. So it creates distractions. That's why we're all addicted to the phones. That's why we like to watch Netflix. That's why we like to go shopping. That's why we overeat. That's why we go out drinking or do drugs or why we it, can't wait for the match, the this, this sport every weekend. Like, oh, I can't wait to watch you watch. And then all week talking about it. It's all distraction because we don't want our body to feel the pain. That's why I'm always saying the bravest thing you can do is face yourself. It's attractive when you face yourself. I'm telling you, fellas, when you heal yourself, you'll have no problem. Girls, you'll separate yourself because most fellas aren't doing that. Ladies as well for yourself, just to do the work on you so that you know, so that you don't give yourself to someone or to a situation, whether it's a job or a relationship, that you're not getting what you deserve back. Because you, you're so used to just overgiving or you're trying to get that validation for yourself. I see it all the time. Men and women, they don't value themselves. I didn't value myself. Even though you could have a great childhood. I said this to you before, I've had a great childhood, but we still don't learn. No one teaches us how to, how to value our word. So like when a child, you know, asks, says, oh, my teacher said I did great. Okay, then say to the child, that's wonderful. How do you think you did? Like, build a child up, give the child a voice that you never had. Okay, so you have to get value in yourself. You have to become aware to notice where your mind goes, notice where your emotions go. Because once you observe it, then you create space between the real you and it, the thought, the story, the narrative, the belief, the conclusion, whatever. Now you can change it because there's some space. You're not stuck to it. There's space between you. So be the, how do you stop overthinking? Get into action, number one. And number two is just be the observer. Notice what's coming up all the time. Because then you'll see, I'm just, that's just limiting belief. That's just fear. That's just doubt. That's just from the past. That's an old story. That's the short answer. There's lots of it. I'd watch all the episodes or listen to all the episodes back, guys, um, if you're asking about how to stop overthinking. Because there's a lot, I have a lot within the episodes on that in particular. It's a big part of what we talk about here. Um, and again, guys, if you're interested, like if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave a rating, subscribe. You know, the rating helps more people see it. The more people that hear it and see it, it helps more people. It's good for me, it's good for them, and it's good for you because you're doing a good thing. Um, but also, if you want to go a step further, like this is the year to do it. The Back to Me program is there. It's a yearly coaching and mentoring. And someone asked me recently, are people scared to commit to a year? Maybe they are, you know. But it's not like at the end of the day, everything is there. It's recorded. You've lifetime access to everything. So there's no pressure. I always say this is not something to add on your head like, oh, more to do. This is the foundation, guys. Because getting back to me, which is what you have to do, get back to me, just get back to you. You have to create this clear foundation of who you are to build everything better. Otherwise, you're building your life, your mindset, your relationships, your money, your health, your fitness on top of shit. You are. Unless you get curious, you get clarity, you clear away all the debris from the past and you build a solid foundation to build a real you. The real you is grounded. 
it's grounded in in truth not in the illusion of mind and the reason it's so difficult is because it's the opposite of what the world thinks the world thinks that you need things you need the job you need the money you need the car you need the person you need the house you need the clothes you need the, the followers you need the likes you need all of this crap that you don't actually need any of it because you've got on some level all of that at different times and guess what it all went eventually like at first it wasn't what you thought it would be maybe and then eventually you're like this is not at all what i want nothing can fulfill you like what you have inside nothing so this is the year you're listening to all the podcasts i have people all the time you know like yeah i'm consuming all the podcasts and i'm watching all the youtube and i'm reading all the books you need the strategy you need the accountability you need to be elevated out of your situation so book a call the link is in the description have a call with me i talk to everyone because you're not getting on my program unless you're ready to do the work i'm not here to motivate you i'm here to give you results so book a call if you don't want to do with me go somewhere else that's also fine but just take action don't just be getting theory 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 it's time to implement it's time to execute now is the time beginning of the year sowing the seeds now you get to reap the harvest later so if you have been tuning in for a while you want to talk to me you want to go further book the call but even for you whatever you're at take a step up now take some action do it for you forget everybody else it's not about your husband your wife your parents your kids your boss it's for no one else only you you deserve it you're living your life you only have one life at this time okay so that's it guys that's today's episode i hope you enjoyed it thank you for all the questions some great questions there we'll definitely do a part two let me know if you really want to do a part two if you've more questions again send me a dm if you enjoyed the episode tell me if you want to do a part two and uh more than likely will because there's still a lot more questions to get through but i want to hear i think today maybe open some doors for some of you guys and there's more questions to be answered so send them in and i look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the back to me podcast thank you guys for tuning in and i will see you soon <laughs>